Okay, so welcome back. Thank you for being here, whoever you are. And today I want to continue the reading commentary on Tao Te Ching, Lao Tzu, great work about 2,500 years ago or so. We're looking into, today we'll start with chapter 10 and then go to chapter 11. Uh, if you look at chapter 10, you'll see it's quite long. This seems to be one of the more difficult chapters in the entire book um, for translators. So of the 81 chapters, uh, chapter 10 here is really quite difficult <laughs> to translate. And uh, I'm, I know very little about <laughs> classical Chinese uh, translation. So I'm relying very heavily, obviously, on Whaley and Lao. <clears throat> uh, what you'll see is that the translations from Whaley and Lao in certain cases are really quite different, different, and they probably were having some problems. <clears throat> and sometimes you'll see, as I said, as we saw in a previous chapter, um, one of the translators um, puts the teaching of the chapter in terms of the way of the Tao or what the, what, how the Tao is, the Tao as the Logos, the Tao as the ordering principles that precede creation, by which creation and light and change occurs. The, the basic um, cosmological <laughs> principles of being or ontology um, that guide uh, evolution of beings in all the dimensions of life uh, in the galaxies, solar systems, planets, and dimensions. Uh, the Tao is that which preceded uh, creation. Uh, so uh, akin to the Logos that creates light that becomes seven rays and seven dimensions and solar systems and planets of seven dimension, dimensional you know, beings and groups. The Tao uh, is, is the source. And uh, sometimes one translator will uh, translate the statements of a chapter as the work of the Tao, and in other cases, or in that case, uh, the other translator may put it as the work of the sage. So the sage or the superior man, or the Tao, the Taoist, you know, worthy. It's basically the person who has um, nearly completed seven chakra development. It's <laughs> so a one way of saying it. The one who, I mean, from the level of higher self, it's akin to um, this very fine balance of love, wisdom, uh, expanded consciousness of unity, or awareness that, that self and Tao is one, or self and the way um, is one, or they've been able to go beyond separation. Um, experience of, of um, essential separation has been dissolved. And so chapter 10, we'll see this sort of dichotomy about who, who who's talking here. Is it the Tao that's doing, or is it the sage that demonstrates their harmony with the Tao? Uh, let me just read it and then explain. I'll just jump through the whole <clears throat> Whaley, and then we'll go back and forth with Whaley and Lao. So, Tao Te Ching, Chapter 10, Arthur Whaley, Translation. Can you keep the unquiet physical soul from straying? Hold fast to the unity and never quit it? Can you, when concentrating your breath, make it soft like that of a little child? Can you wipe and cleanse your vision of the mystery till all is without blur? Can you love the people and rule the land yet remain unknown? Can you, in opening and shutting the heavenly gates, play always the female part? Can your mind penetrate every corner of the land, but you yourself never interfere? Rear them, then feed them. Rear them, but do not lay claim to them. Control them, but never lean upon them. Be chief among them, but do not manage them. This is called the mysterious power. <clears throat> so, 
in the first two lines, uh, most people will, most translators will say this is a, a, a reference to Taoist uh, uh, meditative technique. Uh, there is Taoist uh, breath practice. There's Qigong and Tai Chi, right? So that's Taoist. <clears throat> tai Chi, Qigong, Bagua, all these other martial arts systems are very Taoist. Now, they, they generally came much later than Tao Te Ching. But uh, there were Taoist um, yogis or renunciates, recluses, doing spiritual practice meditative technique 2,500 years ago. Very similar to <clears throat> Buddhist Hindu meditative technique. Absolutely. And so, without getting into that, there's a whole long, long study possible of Taoist meditation, Taoist spiritual practice. <clears throat> there has always been, however, um, there have al has always been several streams of Taoist um, uh, Taoist uh, focus <laughs> or uh, preeminence or um, basic work throughout the centuries in the last 2,000 years. There's Taoist um, gymnastics or it's really, you know, spiritual practice technique. So there were Taoists doing all sorts of spiritual practices like breath, akin to Hindu um, pranayama, breath control and uh, moving energy and doing all sorts of visualization, working with the breath and then working with movement like Tai Chi Qigong. That's been one stream of Taoism. A second is um, uh, superstitious. It became later, it kind of mixed in with folk religion and people go to Taoist temples in Taiwan and in southern China where they worship uh, Taoist deities, uh, statues and they give uh, offerings and ask for this and that. So it's uh, Taoist folk religion. Lots of worship and lots of um, supplication of the deities with the long black beards in the temple. Then you have Taoist philosoph philosophic stream, and that's what we're looking at here with the study of Tao Te Ching. Uh, so, okay, um, there, there seems to be a direct reference to breath practice here. <clears throat> the unquiet physical soul. Uh, well, <laughs> again, you have to figure out, it's, it's not like every source of spiritual teaching gives absolute truth. <laughs> the absolute truth is basically like the whole elephant that most spiritual teachings identify only elements of, uh, of which the whole beast of, uh, you know, what is, or a discussion of any topic, fundamentals of meditation practice, the transformation of energy consciousness over time, the nature of reincarnation and soul evolution, the nature of karmic process, the nature of higher self, God's plan or logoic plan, um, the human uh, experience moving from distortion to clarity, whatever the topic, um, all the different traditions and all the different speakers generally uh, present some aspects of the whole picture. And uh, you, you, you can't, you shouldn't take any, well, I shouldn't, we, we shouldn't take anything as a final total gospel. It, all teachings are partial, and there seems to be confusion and distortion all over the place. And as you'll see, even from comparing translations. So while Whaley says, can you keep the unquiet physical soul from straying, which really could be akin to um, go be, you know, having, holding the mind steady, um, holding, as Ross said, keeping silence of mind in a steady state. It's called samadhi. It's concentration. It's non-proliferation of thought. A quiet, can you, by practice um, in meditation, move to a quiet, concentrated state of spacious awareness? Now that seems to be phrased here as unkeeping the unquiet physical soul from strength. Hold fast to unity. Well, if you're trying to hold fast to unity, you'll lose it because you're uh, focused on deliberate, mm, deliberate controlling. <laughs> you, you can't really keep yourself in unity, by the way. So that's the problem with all the different pranayama techniques. <clears throat> 
there's some idea that if I do the technique correctly, I'll get complete and perfect enlightenment. That's not the way it goes. Or if I simply do my technique correctly, my practice correctly, I'll get result. What, every time? That's not true either. Because the the reality, the the basis of all that is there's a seven chakra energy network. Seven chakras, uh, countless energy channels called nadis or meridians, countless um, works, um, modifications and upgrades or necessary purification and development of that seven chakra, seven dimensional energy system that is associated with uh, the end of the path. The, the one who's complete, who, who achieves complete and perfect enlightenment has completed the work not only of realizations <clears throat> and moral perfection, <laughs> but seven chakra energy perfection. They've perfected over long time the condition of mind, body, spirit, beingness, totality, complex, seven dimensional, seven chakra, seven energy fields transformation <clears throat> that is not done um, that that is not done uh, quickly and most of it is invisible meaning you can't even know what's going on you can you can you see the transformations of your seven chakras in real time of course not in in higher self in in sixth density can they see it maybe in fifth density maybe but they would know there's much to do and much of the work is surrendering will, surrendering will, deliberate willfulness, surrendering willfulness <clears throat> is an act of will too. <laughs> so you surrendering willfulness, is, you know. So the Taoist teaching is very much talking about wu wei, right? Wu wei, non-action is non-forcing uh, disharmony with what is. So. Um, surrendering willfulness, accepting um, the inevitable um, long, long path of transformation, most of which is invisible. Certainly the whole, nearly all of it is invisible to us now. If you can't see the seven chakras changing in real time from where they were to where they're going, then then most of the transformation process is is uh, invisible to our sight. It cannot be known. It, we don't know it. It can be known, but we don't know it. Certain beings with certain levels of higher levels of clairvoyance can see certain things. But in general, <clears throat> much of the much of the work is is hidden to us, and that's and therefore you can't just sit down and and make awakening. And so the idea of hold fast to unity leads people to get into some kind of struggle where they can't surrender to the reality of what what's the present moment what the present moment process which includes distorted emotional reactions so <laughs> you got to be really careful uh, much of much of the work is a surrender of willfulness which is called letting go of control and then never quit it meaning can you can you come to unity can you be at one and remain well, it's possible, but not by forcing and willfulness and control. Meanwhile, D.C. Lao translates the first line as, When carrying on your head your perplexed bodily soul, can you embrace in your arms the one and not let go? So this is a Chinese guy who's really probably not very spiritually developed. Mr. D.C. Lao is a nice guy. Uh, but uh, I don't know how any translator could even put out this, but I guess... That's what he thinks is an honest depiction of the original. Lao Tzu said, carrying on your head, your perplexed bodily soul, embracing in your arms the one and not let go. Sounds (laughs) a little funny to me, because, uh, you know, (laughs) the one is not a thing to be embraced. Uh, Just like it cannot be held and held fast too. Uh, You can be there and remain... But that means you've achieved the level of unified consciousness, unified self-consciousness, like in sixth density. That's totally possible, but it won't happen by uh, holding tight to it 
and de- and deliberately um, structuring experience to never quit it, nor embracing in your arms this one. So you can see some problems here. And then can you, when concentrating your breath, make it soft like a little child? The, the term was infant. Um, it's, it's, and again, pranayama practice, forced breath practice, Hindu and Taoist, uh, does all sorts of manipulation of, of, of breath process by, um, you know, in accord with the technique. Then there are many such practices. Um, it's possible to use technique and then let go technique in the middle, meaning you use technique to get to a certain point in the period of meditation and then drop the technique or drop the forced aspect of the technique and go to mindfulness. But um, some people don't do that and they stay with the what seems to me to be a forcing technique for the entirety of the practice. Uh, one can get to that softness of breath like an infant naturally by mindfulness and surrender of, of willfulness and control surrendering grasping and aversion um, and and very um, faithfully staying with the mindfulness one can get to that kind of very pure breath process <clears throat> and then there are those who try to do that um, by uh, a what I what seems to me to be a kind of controlling technique like pranayama and uh, DC Lao said in concentrating your breath can you become as supple as a babe so uh, <clears throat> One Whaley's talking about making your breath soft. DC Lao is saying make you you yourself are becoming supple or soft. So you see these translation translators. They didn't know it wasn't clear in the original that the the term supple or soft refers to what refers to breath or refers to you. It wasn't clear, and so um, that's just the way the Tao Te Ching is. And and any Chinese person. Who knows a bit about this will tell you that it's really hard to translate Tao Te Ching or understand the meaning, and generally they stay away from it, and um, they miss out. You know, it's too hard. Okay, well, stay with what's easy then. No problem, <laughs> and you'll have a shallow understanding of most everything because um, deep understanding requires effort. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Whaley said, "Can you wipe and cleanse your vision of the mystery till all's without blur?" Can you really aware? Can you really understand unity? Can you really live in harmony with with um, with the the with the principles of continual change and polarity alternation, uh, where, where even what's occurring is insubstantial? So anicca anatta dukkha, the the reality of the stressful, continually changing, insubstantial phenomena inner and outer, continually changing insubstantial phenomena. The mind is continually changing, the world around us is, people are, uh, can you be okay with that? <laughs> and and not um, contend and struggle and fight, as we saw in some earlier chapters. Can you polish your mysterious mirror and leave no blemish? So it's a, <laughs> D.C. Lao is not a mystic, and... Um, so you, if you think about, I'm going to polish my mysterious mirror. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> isn't mind itself a mystery-clad mirror? Isn't mind, isn't the nature of mind itself mirroring reflective? Of course, that's what mind is. That's what sentience is. That's what consciousness is. Uh, that's what awareness is, you know. So, awareness, uh, mind as... Um, an energy field that is intrinsically self-reflective that naturally uh, fashions thought form in relation to its self-reflective process um, with a delimited um, identity um, in the background meaning subjectivist awareness which is called consciousness difference between consciousness and awareness if we you know it's just a matter of how you use the words but there is 
self-consciousness of the human level. There is unified self-consciousness of higher self, awareness of unity, Atman, late sixth density, right? the law of one, which is awareness that all is one. This is still subjectivist. It's unified self-consciousness. It's not trans-subjective awareness, meaning awareness of totality where identity has been shed. Subjectivist identity is gone in seventh density, Ross said. They'll be free of identity and memory when they leave sixth density. So first there is body-mind identified identity, uh, third density body-mind consciousness, I am this body-mind, I am Scott in this body. Then it goes to transpersonal. <clears throat> um, yes, it feels like I'm Scott here in this body, but I know uh, I is multidimensional. And uh, I includes these very transpersonal qualities called love and wisdom. That's not really possessions of Scott in this body here in this place. Not, not at all. You know, <laughs> love, wisdom is, you know, they're, they're universals. <clears throat> and then when that's perfected, one goes to six chakra, unified self-awareness. Uh, I is one. All is one. And I is that one. And that one is light. It's nature, the nature of all energy and all matter and all beingness. <clears throat> In this octave, it's, it's um, form, <laughs> really. Is its form light or is its nature light? Actually, the form is light. The nature is infinity. <clears throat> so, you know, <laughs> nobody wants this. Very few people want this. Uh, because very few people are ready to move from 6th to 7th density. Very few people want to move to 6th density. <clears throat> very few people here seem to be ready to get out of 3rd density. <laughs> very few people even want to question identity and realize that they're simply identified with body-mind. So... Those that, that realize that body-mind identification is a temporary fashioning <clears throat> are few, few, few. And so Ra talks about grasp the light of the sun. Very few adepts actually want to be free of all that they've depended upon. And so um, attainment uh, becomes an obstruction um, when we're attached. So... Anyway, <clears throat> uh, it isn't your mysterious mirror, it's the mysterious mirror of mind, which at the current time is subjectivist self-body-mind um, or body-mind-spirit identified um, sense of self. But eventually, <clears throat> um, we're free from that too and realize that the nature of awareness is the very mirroring of light itself. And it's not the possession of anybody, and it's not separate from anything, and it is one and the true nature of all in the octave. But it's not the source. <laughs> Can you love D.C. Lao? Can you love the people and govern the state without resorting to action? <clears throat> so here we go from Taoist uh, meditative technique to Taoist <clears throat> uh, rulership, and you can see how later uh, distorted readers uh, took it and uh, supported their own distorted ways, uh, like how Whaley says, control them but never lean upon them, be chief among but don't manage them. How can you control them without managing them? <clears throat> that doesn't make sense to me. So there are some problems here. <laughs> and D.C. Lau saying, uh, what? <clears throat> you see... Whaley is referring to um, <clears throat> the, the sage, the one that seeks to be in harmony with Tao and Daoda. Daoda, the dove, Tao, is actually the last phrase here. The mysterious power from Whaley is the. That's the term, the. And D.C. Lao translates it as such is called mysterious virtue. <clears throat> so let me read D.C. Lao fully rather than switch, switch back and forth. D.C. Lao, chapter 10, 
when carrying on your head your perplexed bodily soul, can you embrace in your arms the one and not let go? In concentrating your breath, can you become as supple as a babe, meaning baby? Can you polish your mysterious mirror and leave no blemish? Can you love the people and govern the state without resorting to action? When the gates of heaven open and shut, are you capable of keeping the role to the role of the female? When your discernment penetrates the four quarters, are you capable of not knowing anything? <laughs> it gives life, it gives them life and rears them, meaning the Tao. So Lao is referring to the Tao, Lao Tao, while Whaley is referring to the sage. <clears throat> Tao, uh, Lao, it or Tao, gives them life and rears them. It gives them life, yet claims no possession. It benefits them, yet exacts no gratitude. It is the steward, yet exercises no authority. Such is called mysterious virtue. The, that's the the. <clears throat> and that's why Whaley translated the book as the way and, and its power. Tao and the, way and power, which is also translated as virtue. It's virtue way virtue or I'm sorry virtue power <clears throat> the virtue power the as I said last time is is the heart of uh, Chinese philosophical conception of greatness its greatness includes rightness the beauty includes true and good the good and the true and the beautiful the good the uh, what um, bonum and the true verum is all uh, is is subsumed within the bellum <clears throat> the the bonum. bonum is good bellum is beautiful bellum uh, six chakra the balance of love and wisdom is beautiful if you ever see people who are very uh, what what looks like human beauty i mean real beauty facial beauty included physical beauty somewhat you know nobody has a physical perfect body really for very long because uh, very quickly it falls away but facial beauty can last longer, and uh, heart beauty. I mean, true to me, facial, real, real, what I call beautiful beauty, a real beautiful face, um, comes out of a very high, a pretty high development of love and wisdom together, a, ba a blend, a balance of love and wisdom together. And that's how <clears throat> the qualities of six chakra, when fully ripened, um, of course, include um, a highly developed, balanced development of fourth and fifth chakra qualities as well. And so, <clears throat> uh, the the let's go to the 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 middle portions here. Uh, <clears throat> the What's really being explained here is um, the way of the sage in harmony with the Tao that offers and gives and does much but asks nothing. It's the way of unconditional service <laughs> or unconditional acceptance. It's the way of true service, which is unconditional acceptance. The way of true service, or which is based in love, right? Service to other, service to all based in love, is a giving and an offering and an opening, expecting and asking nothing. So the sage, being in harmony with the Tao and the Tao De, um, gives and does and supports and asks for nothing, uh, demands nothing. Therefore, um, and, and that's what's called the role of the female. And that's, um, this here are showing some of the the fine points of the way of uh, the way of Wu Wei, the Tao of Wu Wei, the Tao Da of Wu Wei, Wu Wei meaning no forced action, no action meaning no forced, manipulative, controlling action or activity. Uh, the particulars of Wu Wei uh, are all associated with keeping to the role of the female, not the male, uh, where. The male is that which thrusts, and the female is that which receives the thrusting. You know, uh, there's transmission and reception. There's radiation and magnetism. The yin, the female, 
It's not a female body. It's uh, the way of the yin. And the way of the yin, it, it's, it's not like, you see, <laughs> we're talking about the sage on the way, on the path to complete and perfect enlightenment and becoming a companion of heaven or a companion of heaven in training. A companion of heaven in training must know the way of the yin, must know the yin. And, and that's why we're talking about the, the crystallized healer has no will, said Ra. <clears throat> that's the way of the female or the yin. I mean, the way of the female today, everybody's so screwy on gender, this and that. Forget about gender. How about the yin? The way of the yin, the role of the yin, the quality of yin, receptive, magnetic, non-controlling, um, water, um, being, not doing. And you're going to see this in the next chapter too, which we will get to. Um, <clears throat> the way of the sage on his way to unity with, with Tao, you know, by following, by being in harmony with Tao Da, the sage returns to Tao. By harmony with the laws of creation, the positively oriented person or soul progresses along the positive path of service to other. Service to other, service to all. The way of, of total seven chakra development without control is akin to um, the role of the female. Um, because the higher self is in the role of the male, or the logos is in the role of the male, is the transmitter, is the thrust. And the mind-body-spirit complex evolving up the path is in the role of the female. It's the role of the yin. It's the receiver. Because we didn't, you know, we, as we identify ourselves now, didn't make this creation. Yes, all is one. But you yourself have no awareness of you having made galaxies. <laughs> okay? So people get spiritually grandiose and say, I am one, I am the one infinite creator. Oh, yeah? Can you tell me the, the, the mechanics of galactic creation? Of course they can't. It's just silly talk. So in the current, at the current level of our awareness or the, the current... Uh, condition or expanse of our sphere of awareness and identity and ability and consciousness we're very much we very much proceed by uh, the recept being uh, learning well the receptive or yin polarity the polarity of yin or the nature of the yin while there's work to do in many ways we follow and, and that also translates to the, the heart of positive service. Uh, don't control, right? Uh, service is effective to the degree it is requested, something like that. I'm finding that many of my quotes that I, from, I remember from Ra, I don't see now. Maybe they've been changed. I, maybe I mistakenly, I remember them mistakenly, or think something changed from what I read in the physical books to the online Law of One, you know, re-listened versions. <clears throat> but um, the, the nature of harmony with Tao Te is very much akin to the yin polarity, the polarity of yin. Uh, the gates of heaven open and shut. This is associated with breathing. It's also associated with doing and being. Uh, doing is open, being is shut. Uh, thinking is open, uh, silence is shut. And so this whole polarity of yin-yang um, is the essential polarity of light itself, which is love, light. Light whose nature is love. It's the polarity between its substance and its function. <laughs> the substance of light. Light is normally considered the substance of, of energy even that's impermanent <laughs> sorry this just goes on and on I mean that's the point you want to know knowing is, is endless knowing is endless and that's we're just scratching the surface so you can say the substance of energy uh, the nature of energy is light what's the substance of light well it's substance or it's nature is actually love 
And so what's the polarity of light, which is yin-yang? Well, it's sometimes called male-female, but it's pretty much, it comes down to um, uh, motion and stillness. One way to look at it is motion and stillness. There's vibration and there's stillness. There's activity and rest. Activity is so-called male or yang. Rest is so-called female and yin. And so that polarity goes to being and doing, um, silence and uh, motion or activity, uh, thinking and feeling, yang and yin, male and female, day and night, <clears throat> um, action, non-action, knowing, not knowing, <laughs> even, clarity and confusion, right? Time and space or past and future. Dot, dot, dot. It goes all like that. So, uh, when your discernment penetrates the four quarters, are you capable of not knowing anything? Are you capable, when your fifth chakra development is very high, and, you know, <laughs> higher than mine, do you know what it means to be without fashioning? Do you know non-proliferation? When Blu-ray is brightly shining, do you know non-proliferation? baby so <clears throat> you can see how um, most people have no idea what's going on here and this this ain't you know happy dappy Taoist uh, gymnastics in the park on Saturday morning <laughs> this is very serious um, high high level spiritual philosophy I clearly don't understand at all and so uh, <clears throat> It, there seem to be some contradictions, but the translations are mistaken sometimes, and they don't even know for sure what, what is intended here. And the original is something is very, very terse. I mean, like um, Lao saying, can you love the people and govern the state without resorting to action? It's probably something like, love people, govern state, non-action. <laughs> Question. Uh, and so, anyway... Um, if you reflect on it, you can see that this is the teaching of Wu Wei. It could be easily manipulated, and there seem to be contradictions using the words control, but D.C. Lao didn't use the word control, and said, as akin to the way of the ruler, the enlightened Taoist sage or ruler, giving life but claiming not possession, right? That's the Logos. The Logos generates light, and by... Uh, a very um, <clears throat> um, very high <laughs> scrupulous adherence to the law of free will claims no possession it's your life you, you'll send yourself to heaven you'll send yourself to hell <laughs> you send yourself to wellness you send yourself to misery that's the way it goes and there's very little that one can do for another actually other than Present teach present truth and and share sincerely, and um, sincerely live in green blue indigo, kindness, honesty, knowing, awareness, and share that. And the rest is up to the other. The rest is up to you. In this wayward race of uh, 3D repeating souls, the Tao, the Logos, <clears throat> creates, um, but doesn't control benefits and supports. I mean, the laws of creation may, are maintained by the Logos, by the Tao, and exacts no gratitude, doesn't demand worship. No, God doesn't demand worship, actually. If you know <laughs> the One and the Logos and the Tao, you will feel reverential and go right ahead and revere. But <clears throat> it's not demanding. The steward that exercises no authority, such as called De, <laughs> the mysterious De, which is virtue power. So, <clears throat> the way of the sage is in accord with the heart or principles of the Tao, or the Logos, and its um, awareness of polarity, um, but a certain preference for the uh, yin portion uh, of um, rejecting willful controlling. So let's look at chapter 11. I'll be able to go through this today. Here, 
more subtly, we're seeing that while the sage, in accord with the Tao and Tao De, uh, takes the yin, uh, basically um, has some kind of a, a, a bias towards the yin, needs, accepts, willful, willingly accepts a bias or predominance of the yin, the female, the receptive, the surrendered, the following, the um, non-manipulative, the um, opening to what is honestly, truly, heartfully, the yin polarity. Uh, why that's important, and why <clears throat> um, the yin? Why why success depends on the yin more than the yang? This is the. Uh, the basis, uh, the the <clears throat> the basis of fire being wood, <clears throat> the basis of yang force being um, softness. This is explained in chapter eleven, and so why it is that the Taoist and being in harmony with the logos and the Tao and Tao Le really um, requires this heightened appreciation. And and again, even a bias, it seems to me, towards the yin, not the yang. The yang depending on the yin. That's why. <laughs> Weili, chapter 11, Tao Te Ching. We put 30 spokes together and call it a wheel. But it's on the space where there is nothing that the usefulness of the wheel depends. We turn clay to make a vessel. But it is on the space where there is nothing that the usefulness of the vessel depends. We pierce doors and windows to make a house, and it is on those these spaces where there is nothing that the usefulness of the house depends. Therefore, just as we take advantage of what is, we should recognize the usefulness of what is not. <clears throat> now, Lao, and I'm gonna this is the new way I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna read both and then comment um, freely on <laughs> portions of each. D.C. Lao, Chapter 11, Tao Te Ching. Thirty spokes share one hub. Adapt the nothing therein to the purpose in hand, and you will have the use of the cart. Knead clay in order to make a vessel. Adapt the nothing therein to the purpose in hand, and you will have the use of the vessel. Cut out doors and windows in order to make a room. Adapt the nothing therein to the purpose in hand, and you'll have the use of the room. Thus, <clears throat> what we gain is something, yet it is by virtue of nothing that this can be put to use. So, um, the there, there's a alternation we see in both translations of chapter 11 between the something and the nothing, between the doing and the being, between that which is fashioned and the space or the nothing or the non-form uh, upon which it depends or associated with it that it depends on. <clears throat> Form, so we're talking here about all polarity, but particularly um, the relation, the, the preeminence of the, of the yin to the yang, the, the primacy for uh, success, for creation, for uh, harmony with the Tao, of a reliance on the yin to support the yang, and that... that um, Something, some things, all things depend on no things. <laughs> Doing depends on being. Speaking depends on silence. Uh, activity depends on stillness. Fire depends on water or, or fuel or wood. Um, uh, knowing depends on seeking. <laughs> you know? And so 
what what is fashioned depends on something. Certainly, it depends on the mind. <laughs> And the mind depends, I mean, the condition of quality of mind depends on your willingness to seek mind development, meaning knowing, meaning discernment. <laughs> so spokes put together, the, this is the doing, this is the something, this is the form. So doing something establishing form, called a wheel, depends on the being, uh, non-doing, of the emptiness, form and emptiness, doing and being, uh, something and no thing, the, the, the doing of the thing, of the form of the wheel, depends on the being of the space of the no thing that is akin to emptiness. And so... While Ya, Tao De, proceeds by continual um, interplay of polarity, cyclic polarity, cyclic alternation, or cycles of uh, polarity alternation, or alternating polarity, manifesting and, and receding. Um, harmony with Tao De, um, very much depends on the yin polarity the pole of yin and um, doing is critical form is important <laughs> activity is uh, essential but it's got to depend on its polarized opposite which is called being and silence and emptiness the something depends on nothing the form depends on emptiness the doing depends on being the male depends on the female. This is pro-female, baby. This is not misogynistic. This is says not the female girl, right? <laughs> Just because you're in a female body doesn't mean anything about spiritual maturity. But the way of the female, the mysterious valley female, right, from an earlier chapter, is the way of the dependence of yang upon yin. Something upon nothing, doing upon being, activity upon stillness, Speaking upon knowing, um, thinking upon feeling. And so um, this is very subtle. <laughs> so you can, you can, establish, you can in, enjoy or perpetuate the doing of turning clay, kneading clay, turning clay, make a vessel. But it's the space within that's critical. And, and, and we're talking about the dependence of the yang upon the yin that supports use. Function, uh, function is generated <laughs> by the dependence of the yang upon the yin. <laughs> this is very subtle stuff here, you know. I'm just trying to figure it out too. So, uh, the quality of function as uh, the, <laughs> the quality of activity or success, success in the doing depending on the particular relation between activity and stillness between what you're you know what you're doing depends on how well you know what you're doing <laughs> how well you know what you're doing depends on how quiet you can be to know well knowing well depends on the capacity to understand which is discernment and comprehension depends on what well it certainly depends on on the spaciousness of mind that that can exercise those functions, and the exercise of the functions of discernment and comprehension very much depend on the peace of mind of a being, how peaceful their their heart, their mind, an emotionally emotional charge does not lead to comprehension too too well. That's why Ross said that you know understanding is not of your density, because we're we're under a veil with all sorts of unrecognized lower triad blockages that limits fourth chakra green ray activation or in play, the quality of green ray in play, moment-to-moment -moment experience, and green ray determines, determines understanding. And so a emotional trigger, a emotional triggerability is a deficient, leads to deficient understanding. And so the more we can be free of emotional triggerability by allowing 
the experience of the emotional triggering, <laughs> not pushing it down by, you know, accepting it and knowing it and taking responsibility for it and letting it come and go by comprehension and understanding and acceptance and forgiveness and responsibility or responsibility, right? Responsibility leading to natural for, for forgiveness for ourselves for having created distorted, painful emotion, being triggerable. But all of that is preparatory to, to understanding and discernment. And, and so healing, uh, discernment depends on healing. <laughs> Fifth ray depends on fourth ray. And fourth ray depends on the clearance of the lower triad. And the lower triad clearance depends on the will to do so. And the will to do so depends on the faith in self that I can do so. And the faith in self that, it's, it's, that I can purify I can pure I can purify this this being this mind what I is what I am that that action of will to seek healing is a yang depends on the yin of faith and trust in being in one's true nature and so six dep- two depends on six second chakra condition that is the base of any kind of work in clearing the lower triad depends on how spiritualized the sense of self how much one's aware of what this being is, what I is. That I is, I think, I feel more than body-mind. So the yang depending on the yin. And so making doors and windows, but it's the space where there's nothing that the usefulness of the house depends. And so the usefulness of form depends on emptiness. The usefulness or quality of activity depends on stillness. The usefulness of doing and the quality of doing depends on the quality of being. The quality of service depends on your healing. The quality of your healing depends on your effort. The quality of your effort depends on your faith in trust and self. And that depends on, you know, (laughs) something intangible. Some kind of basic little inkling of, um, I see light, don't I? Uh, uh, I perceive some light here. Mm -hmm. There's something more than um, my thought, isn't there? Um, something subtle, the small, still voice. There's something very subtle, subtle in me that is the real me that is valuable and is worthy of seeking. And therefore, self-reflection and honestly seeing my faults and seeing my weaknesses and seeing my blockages and taking responsibility for emotional charge and seeking my purification and seeking God (laughs) and seeking sanctification and seeking to be more than I currently am in, in being and doing is worthy. Very, very few people know that. This is a super duper backwards race. Earth humanity. Seriously. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but uh, 30 spokes share one hub. So here we are, sharing the hub. Uh, so it's very clear with DC Lao, you can see it in Whaley too, um, making use and appreciating the yin. Nothing being, stillness, feeling, um, opening, surrendering, not doing, not yet speaking, not yet planning, not yet making. Appreciating the yin is the way, is the heart, is the determinant by which we can make good use of the doing, or the doing and the Yang shall be successful. So the use of the vessel depends on space. The use of the house depends on the space. (laughs) The usefulness of what is depends on what is not. (laughs) The value of creation is based in (laughs) that, uh, is based in the nature of its source. (laughs) The, The Yang manifestation of creation, the creation as a manifestation that is uh, of a doing is of values of infinite you know self is a being of infinite worth said ra infinite 
Not a little. Not one. Infinite worth. Why is self a being of infinite worth? Because self is totality. Self is source. The true nature of identity is its source. Beyond separative identity is a realization that I is I is this I is the source of light. I is the source of light. And that doesn't mean Scott. It means the nature of I. Aham. Aham logos. <laughs> I am the logos. Not me, Scott. I. Identity. The agent. The the heart. The source of subjectivity. The source. The 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 uh, source by which subjective identity arises is the is the infinite value is the reason why um, I is of infinite value. Self is a being of infinite worth, etc. And so, the the doing of creation, the manifestation of creation, is worthy and valuable and functions, in fact, because of um, the. Um, the yin or the spacious uh, essence of its source. So there's form and emptiness, and there's doing and being, and there's the yang and the yin. And the Taoist, in harmony with Tao or the sage, uh, surrenders rightly and makes effort rightly and doesn't uh, fight where it's unnecessary. It doesn't fight. <laughs> Um, but may exert force, but it, it's based on um, uh, a deep surrender to the reality of of its being and the laws um, of the system in which we're living. So, taking advantage of what is, we recognize the usefulness of what is not. Not not very elegant language there. What we gain is something, yet it's by virtue of nothing that this can be put to use, put to use, to make use of. And so that's where the legalists come in and say, yeah, the Taoist, uh, the ruler, uses people like straw dogs and throws people around. But that's not <laughs> the way of the Tao, the Taoist sage, actually. So anyway, we see the relationship between something and nothing, or yang and yin, or doing and being, or activity and stillness. And it's because it's because we have a work to do called self-transformation, self-perfection, self-purification, because we um, have much, much, much to know, to learn, much to do, much to learn, that holding to the, to the role of the female or the yin um, is necessary for the doing of the transformation of, of self and consciousness. And so, while there's continual alternation of yin-yang or love-light or doing-being or activity-stillness, um, harmony with Tao for basically the work of self-perfection, <laughs> total self-spiritual -trans transformation is self-perfection, which doesn't mean I'm perfect, but the human being over <laughs> countless reincarnations through the seven dimensions in planets and solar systems um, perfects the seven dimensional energy se energy system that we're using. That's the work. That's soul evolution in the cosmic plan. Yep. And um, the value of what is is significantly based on the value of the space in which it occurs or um, appears. <laughs> the, the basis of activity, the space in which doing occurs, the being that precedes activity is critical. So, on 11 o'clock a.m., one hour in. Let's say that's enough for today. Next time, we'll look at 12 and uh, probably 12 and 13. 12 is a, is a, is a nice chapter. Uh, not too long. 13 is huge. And so probably we'll just go to 12 and 13 next time. And uh, I'll try to restrain myself, but not too much. So, 
I hope you appreciate this. <laughs> I appreciate the chance to be speaking such. Um, and once again, <laughs> learn from the Taoists who um, have profound, profound spiritual wisdom here. That's why I used to think that Taoism is higher than Buddhism. Buddhism is very um, uh, pra practical. Taoist is sort of the philosophical basis of awakening and the awakened um, state of harmony with totality. Um, so, anyway, thank you again. I hope you're all well. Take good care. See you next time, and good night.